Welcome to the Hot Topic Bold Talk Podcast. Dr. Jacqueline is opening a forum for us to discuss opinions on the topics currently trending today. She's also going to share her experience with unique and diverse books that will encourage us all to think differently about the world and change our lives for the better. Together, we cover hot topics and get into the nitty gritty of how they affect our lives. All in the friendly and engaging tone so that you feel comfortable listening, even if it's not your favorite topic. This podcast is the perfect blend of knowledge and fun. We discuss everything and anything that matters today. Don't settle for the same old stuff. Get in on the conversation. Hello, this is Dr. Jacqueline uh, with Hot Topic Bowl Talk, and this is Podcast 45. What are the highest rates of mass shootings in states of the United States? I don't know, but I'm certain y'all are as concerned about the mass shootings as I am. So this podcast will allow you to acknowledge the facts about mass shootings that show us the reasons our youth are worried about guns. Now, to introduce this podcast, I want to start with an article by Haley Wise published on July 26, 2023, at 2.49 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it's entitled, These are the States with the Highest Rates of Mass Shootings, and it's in the Time Health Magazine. It is filled with a number of images, and, um, and it's very clear about what is happening in our country. So here's what the article has to say to you and me. This June, one weekend saw 11 people killed and 60 injured in mass shootings. The end of that month marked the U.S.'s deadliest six months of mass shootings in decades, and only July 22nd, and on July 22nd, an attack in the Houston park brought the number of mass shootings in 2023 to 400 people. More and more, it seems there's no place to avoid the threats they pose. But some states are certainly more dangerous than others, at least according to a new data set released by team at the University of Colorado and shoots medical campus, which for the first time maps the geographic distribution of mass shooting incidents rates. In their study, published in July 26 in the Journal of the American Medical Association, Network Open, the authors provide clear metrics on mass shootings in each state and the District of Columbia from 2014 through 2022. Among statistics like the numbers of shootings related to domestic violence, crime, and what the authors call social motivation, um, like racism, religious hate, and domestic terrorism. The authors provide the rate of mass shootings per capita in each state. The result, which uh, uses data from the gun violence 
Archives is a simple geographic distribution showing where people are most affected by mass shootings, which this study defines as an instant where four or more people, not including the shooter, are shot or killed. Now in parentheses, they say there's no universally agreed upon definition of what constitutes a mass shooting, making results like this difficult to compare across studies. The largest, most densely pop populated states like California and Texas have the most mass shootings in almost any given year. But when accounting for the number of people who live in each state, however, these behemoths have no, uh, and nowhere near the highest rates in the country. Texas, in fact, falls right at the middle as the state with the, with the 25th highest rate with 1.05 shootings per 1 million people. California is in, 20, in the 27th place. The states with the highest rates of large-scale gun violence are mostly clustered in the South. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and South Carolina, along with Missouri. With the exception of Missouri, all of these states were also among the five with the highest rates of social-related mass shootings, including the racist 2015 attack on a Charleston church. Louisiana also has had the highest rate of crime-related mass shootings, and along with Mississippi and Missouri, also came out near the top in domestic violence-related mass shootings. Only two states, Hawaii and North Dakota, saw no mass shootings at all, at all in the nine years included in the study. Though the authors of the study didn't provide theories on why rates were higher in certain states and regions than others, it at least gives us a way to key on to the motivation across mass shootings in the high rate southern states, and it suggests that there is plenty more needed to be investigated in those states. Now, I want to give you more detail about the mass shootings and some of the things that were included in Wise's article as references to other um, uh, really great research on this uh, subject. So let's delve into more information that was found in other articles cited in this article by Wise. The reason I want to look at these mass shootings more thoroughly is my next podcast will present significant research on how these shootings affect our youth's attitude toward guns and affect their mental health. In the Time article, 11 people were killed in 48 hours in mass shootings across America. It's likely to get worse by what Joshua Bates says. In his article he published, on June 8, 2022, at 9.10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And here's what he gave some understanding to me about, and it's, it's, I'm offering it to you. From Chattanooga, Tennessee, to Philadelphia, to uh, Saginaw, Michigan, at least 11 people were killed while another 60 were injured in mass shootings during the first weekend in June. Any given year, the summer months are usually when gun violence is at its worst in the country. 
Unfortunately, we've li we're likely to see more of this, says Thomas Apt, a senior fellow with the Council on uh, Criminal Justice, a nonpartisan research organization, which he tells Time that arguing that the kinds of mass shootings that occur over the weekend could continue as the summer days and weeks begin. The Gun Violence uh, Archive, which is a nonprofit that collects gun violence data in the country, indicates so far there have been 247 mass shootings this year and 13 over the weekend. There have been nearly 19,000 deaths as a result of firearms in the U.S., which includes more than 8,300 homicides as of June 6. An additional article by Joshua Bates entitled Mass Shootings Are Only a Small Part of America's Deadly Problem with Kids and Guns provides more clarity about what is happening. The mass, vast majority of these gun deaths get little or no public attention unless the, uh, un, unlike the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, in which a gunman killed 19 children and two teachers in an elementary school on May 24th. And another one that got attention was Buffalo, New York, where 10 black kids were killed at a supermarket. The Philadelphia shooting was an exception because it happened in a uh, popular entertainment district on South Street on Saturday. And remember that this uh, particular article uh, was uh, written at a specific time. There was a reportedly an altercation in Philadelphia between at least two men before uh, shots were fired. A video circulating online shows one man punching another before the shooting start. Three people were killed and another 12 were injured. At least five guns were used in the incident, according to police, indicating there were multiple shooters. Two suspects were arrested. In Chattanooga, Chattanooga two people were killed and 14 were wounded in a sh uh, shooting outside of a nightclub on a, on a Sunday morning. One other person died after being hit by a car while uh, trying to flee the scene. No one has been arrested. In that particular case. In Saginaw, Michigan, three people were killed on a Sunday morning, including a seven-month pregnant woman, though the baby was later delivered and survived. Two others were injured. Mass shootings in Arizona, Georgia, and South Carolina over the weekend resulted in three more deaths and nine more injured. And you've heard me talk about apt before in another article. What he put, says is there is there isn't one gun violence problem in the country that don't fit into four types: suicides, community gun violence, domestic gun violence, and mass shootings. Now, experts, community leaders, and activists have constantly pointed to the stress of the pandemic as being a driving force behind the surge in violence over the last two years. Think that our institutions have not yet fully recovered from the pandemic, App says. 
And here is some more information about the study, which was published on July 26th uh, by Lisa Barnhart, who is a part of the um, Colorado School of Public Health and the University of Colorado uh, Anschutz uh, Medical Campus. And here's what her article says. The U.S. has more than 10 times the number of mass shooting events as other developed countries. Mass shootings in the United States have increased in frequency, with more than half occurring since the year 2000. These events have a direct toll on individuals injured or killed, as well as a psychological impact on families, friends, and our society. The problem of this study was to examine state rates of mass shooting events, types, and total injuries and deaths in the U.S. From 2014 to 2022, there were 400, there were 4,011 mass shootings, ranging from zero events in Hawaii and North Dakota to 414 events uh, in Illinois. For these nine years, one third, which is 27.3%, were socially related mass shootings. 15.8% were crime-related, 11.1% were domestic violence-related, 1.4% were school or work-related, and 52.52% uh, were not a part of these categories. A total of 21,006 people were killed or injured. Now, I decided to go to the web uh, site uh, status because uh, it gives statistics about mass shootings in the United States by, uh, by state. And here's what I discovered. The number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and April 2023 by state is the following. California had 25, Texas 12, Florida 12, now we're talking about a different uh, day, uh, date because we're talking about 1982, April 2023, versus the other study that I mentioned that was only nine years. So Florida has 12, Colorado 8, Washington 7, Wisconsin 5, Illinois 5, Pennsylvania 5, New York 5, Maryland 4, Ohio 4, Virginia 4, Michigan 4, Kentucky, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and Connecticut had three, and the rest of the states had one or two. However, there was uh, North Dakota and Hawaii did not appear on the list. Now, activism is really what is needed. I live in Texas and I taught school in Del Rio many years ago, so I'm very familiar with Uvalde, Texas. The Uvalde schools uh, shooting was a dreadful, and it uh, was dreadful, and the situation was handled dreadfully. It was ignored by the governor, lieutenant governor, uh, attorney general of the state, as well as many of the Republican politicians that fill our House and Senate. In fact, there were some very inappropriate statements made about it. Now, I feel very proud, though, and grateful for the many families in the Uvalde community where those 19 children and two teachers were killed 
since they fought for accountability and new laws. There's an article from the Texas Tribune written on May 24, 2023, by Maria Mendez, entitled Uvalde School Shooting, What We Know One Year Later. Here are the actions they took. Many families became politically active, packing Uvalde City Council and school board meetings to demand more school security and call for the firing of police officers. They also traveled to Austin and Washington, D.C. to urge lawmakers to adopt stricter gun laws, such as raising the minimum wage to illegally purchase an AR-15-style rifles uh, from 18 to 21. That measure, though, appears unlikely to pass after ha uh, the House Bill 2744 missed key legislative deadlines. Some U Valley residents also uh, wandered into the 2022 elections. Some rooted for Democratic uh, uh, gubernatorial nominee Beto O'Rourke to oust uh, Governor Greg Abbott and one father even ran for county seat. Despite those lost elections, parents and, and relatives persisted at the Texas legislature where they continued to call on lawmakers to pass increased gun regulations during the spring uh, legislative session. One mother also sued the Uvalde School District and the manufacturer of the gunman's weapon. Sadly, Abbott and other Texas Republicans have still mostly ignored calls for increased gun restrictions in Texas uh, since the Uvalde shooting, instead focusing on the mental health funding and school safety. The tragedy is throwing money at the problem does not address their refusal to raise the minimum wage to buy semi-automatic rifles in Texas. Now, some gun safety advocates say they still see incremental progress through two gun-related bills that were passed by both chambers of uh, the legislature. And I happen to know that the Democrats really work systematically with Republicans to get at least some little incremental things passed. Now, in concluding this podcast, I want to say that we need to follow the actions of the Uvalde community supporting the families that lost children and family members. They became activists and would not be shut down. A number of people were fired and they continue to, they continue today to stand firm about the needs for change. Now, I decided to provide these facts about mass shootings first before I provide a great study of the U.S. Youth Attitudes on Guns, which was provided by the collaborative efforts of three outstanding organizations, Every, uh, Every Town for Gun Safety, Polarization, Extremism Research, and Innovation Lab, PEARL, and the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is SPLC. And I think you're going to be really amazed at what they have to offer. You will want to hear the results of this study and actions that they uh, can, uh, can be taken in the future to protect our children and adults. There are a number of organizations you will want to hear about that can provide you and me with resources for recognizing warning signs of violence. And hopefully we will be able to prevent mass shootings.
Thank you for listening to the Hot Topic Bold Talk podcast. Now remember to get in on the conversation, head on over to patreon.com slash Dr. Jacqueline. Bye for now. Thank you.